everybody. This is Noah Hooker here, aka Schnook, and uh, this is my podcast. This is Off the Hook, um, kind of where we catch up on some topics about stuff that I like to discuss and things that you know I kind of just keep up with in my everyday life. Um, to kind of intro you into the podcast, um, we're going to be talking about couple different sports whenever we get on here basketball football occasional soccer and baseball and other random excuse me um sports and sports topics definitely whatever happens in the news will be big topics to discuss because who wouldn't want to discuss all the crazy things that happen in the sports world along with pop culture events and just kind of the current times i mean uh these are crazy times as you probably hear every freaking day um but it's true i mean 2020 is the craziest thing i have ever experienced in my life um that's kind of why i wanted to finally you know settle down and accomplish something or start something up uh i've wanted to do this for a long time i just feel like i have a lot to say um and uh i'm gonna get to that So to kind of start things off, uh, today we're going to talk about the NBA returning. Woohoo! So what I want to know is, are you as stoked as I am that in 12 days, honestly less than 12 days, that the NBA season, a sport is returning in the fullest of forms meanwhile in a bubble but still to full action for the rest of a regular season um eight games at that not the full 82 that we're used to but eight regular season games that 22 teams have been invited to in orlando florida home of the coronavirus but you know we're just uh gonna ignore that because uh, apparently WWE, AEW, UFC, you name it, they all just don't care. And neither do the people going to the beach. But that's a rant for another day. I'm just happy we have the NBA. Look at that, little rhymes here and there. We're jumping straight into it. Um, On July 30th, uh, we're going to have two openers uh, for the regular season in those eight games. And what do you know? What better way to get your money's worth of jumping out with no fans than the Battle of L.A.? You got the last meetup before the playoffs of Los Angeles Lakers versus the Los Angeles Clippers. And whenever that, that, that's going to be, that's going to be a big one. I mean, the Clippers are already up 2-1 on the Lakers this year. Um, They've played three times. The Lakers won the last meeting, the Clippers winning the former two. Um, and, you know, honestly, I don't want to put my bets on anything, jumping straight into it, considering that's going to be the first game. <laughs> but I'm very excited. Um, everyone's rested up. We don't have um, a couple key pieces on the Lakers. Um, Every Bradley has decided to opt out and uh, stay with his family very understandable and very respectable decision um gotta do what you gotta do i feel that 100 percent. i do the same thing if my kid had a uh, excuse me my kid had a problem and couldn't be around um well 
And then you also got the uh, latter game, which is the Utah Jazz versus the New Orleans Pelicans. And with the New Orleans Pelicans and the Jazz, that's already got some steam up in that first game because you got Mr. Uh, Touchy-feely on the microphones, Rudy Gobert, reigning defensive player of the year, along with um, Mr. Donovan Mitchell, Spider Mitchell, um, one of my favorite players, actually, in the NBA ever since Dwayne Wade retired. Uh, wouldn't say he's a mini Dwayne Wade, but he's definitely got a lot of attributes, like Mr. Flash. So, you know, that's going to be a good one as well. Um, kind of nervous. Uh, if Zion has actually, you know, breaking news, <laughs> but uh, Zion actually left the bubble a couple days ago, and uh, it was just disclosed that it was a family emergency. Um, I haven't personally gotten any more updated news other than them just saying that it was a family emergency in six different type of ways to make it sound like it was updated, but we know he's home with his family as we speak right now, I'm assuming in South Carolina. Uh, all right. Well, we should go to the update board. Well, the update board, and we should just look at some of these conference plays. I mean, let's look at these seedings. I mean, obviously they can change, but um, we'll take a look at them real quick. Check out these conference standings. Um, so I guess we should start with the Western Conference first. Uh, your two actually LA teams that are battling on that first kickoff night or re-kickoff night for the NBA 2020 season is the Battle of LA. Um, you got the Los Angeles Lakers at the number one seed uh, with 49 wins and 14 losses. Um, actually just five games ahead of the Clippers so they actually have a pretty good distance. Uh, not a complete not a complete win of getting that first seed but uh, they're pretty locked in, if I do say so myself. So you got Lakers, Clippers, then you got the Nuggets, who always seem to stay up there, stay relevant, at least over the last four to five. Shoot. Yeah, I'd say four to five years. I wouldn't push six. But they are 43-22. and 22. Um, They are one game back from the Clippers and six games back from the Lakers. Then preceding them would be the Utah Jazz. At 41 and 23. Preceding them would be the Oklahoma City Thunder at number five, who is one of my very big dark horse candidates. I am a. Uh, I want Chris Paul to get that Rizzity ring, you know what I'm saying? Uh, necessarily wanted it to be with the Thunder, but I mean, listen, man, they're they're cold. They're cold. They got a they got a dope roster, a very very nice roster, and I never thought I'd say that about the Thunder. Even though whenever they had the big three back in the day, I was a little bit of a hater uh, just because I'm a Heat fan. So, you know how that went. <clears throat> but um, the Houston Rockets would precede them at the sixth seed, and they are tied actually with the Thunder. Um, they're, they are not even a game back, they are tied. So, that will be interesting how that plays out. And uh, three games behind them would be the Dallas Mavericks. Um, and then behind them would be the final eighth spot would be at 32 and 33 Memphis Grizzlies. Um, I don't know if I said the Dallas Mavericks were at 40 and 27. But it's crazy because um, after we have these eight regular season games, there's going to be a play-in tournament for that eighth spot between uh, those last couple of teams. And uh, Portland, 
New Orleans. Depending on if Zion gets back in time, um, it's going to be pretty interesting. I'm pretty, pretty positive that San Antonio and Sacramento and Phoenix are pretty much out of it. But, you know, you never know. You know that you never know. You know, don't you know. But listen, all I know is that if Zion's coming back, easily could take the A spot. If not, I really, really do hope Grizzlies keep on the ace, but I'd like to see Jaga the playoffs this first year, even though I'm a big Damian Lillard fan. Um, unless they literally just come back and obliterate and win all those eight games, I really don't feel like it's going to happen. But once again, we will see. And jumping over to the left, to the left, everything you own in the box to the all right. Stop me there. The Eastern Conference, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks reign supreme at 53-12. and 12. Clearly, multiple, what was that, seven games ahead of the second spot, which is the Toronto Raptors, who are the reigning and defending NBA champions. Um, you know, I'm, I'm with Toronto. Even losing Kawhi, they got Pascal, the whole Spicy P, Fred Van Fleet, Kyle Lowry, Terrence Davis, Marcus Saul. I mean, that's ridiculous. And I mean... Some people would just say those are role players. I don't know why. They all have rings, but um, they're not too far behind. But I'm pretty sure the Bucks are just going to go ahead and clinch that. They ain't losing more than two in a row anyways for the rest of these eight games. Um, preceding the Toronto Raptors would be the Boston Celtics in the third spot at 43-21. and 21. Two games behind them would be yours truly's fan favorite, the Miami Heat at 41-24. and 24. So not very far off from Toronto or the Boston Celtics. Personally, I like that fourth spot playing the Pacers because I think it's kind of a shaky situation. Uh, the Pacers are in the fifth seed at 39 and 26 at 600. Um, you know, Victor Oladipo just might not play. And um, we have some concerns about some of the other people on the team. Not big concerns, just kind of sketch. And I'm not just saying that because we probably are going to play them. I've just done more homework because I know that we're probably going to play them depending on how this eight game regular season plays out thus leading to the 76ers Philly 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 76ers at 39 26 they are also tied with the Pacers so they could easily also jump and we could play them um and they're all healthy Ben Simmons Joe Embiid Tobias Harris Josh Richardson I mean the whole nine I mean goodness that's ridiculous um Seeing them, sorry, uh, would be the Brooklyn Nets, and they're at 30 and 34 at the seventh seed. And preceding them would be Orlando Magic at 30 and 35. The Wizards are at the ninth seed at 24 and 40, so they have a pretty big drop off. They're in this 22 team invitation of the bubble. Um, I don't really know if that's going to do much unless Bradley Bill just decides to go sicko mode <laughs> and unlock his inner Travis Scott and just decide to obliterate everybody. But, I mean, hey, you got that money, honey, so do your thing. Um, the Brooklyn Nets got that interesting goo-up, though, because they signed Jamal Crawford and they signed Michael Beasley. Um, I'm not going to talk a lot of hate on Michael Beasley because he at one time did play for the Miami Heat. Actually, two times he's played for the Miami Heat, two different times in his career. Um, so he has a special place in my heart. I would say, uh, not 
really, but away from the hate, I would say. Um, and so we'll see how Brooklyn ends up doing. I mean, they're kind of shaky. I definitely don't want KD to come back. I want him to be fully healthy and, you know, just weird times. Definitely weird times. Um, you know, that was, uh, that was the conferences. We went over the seedings, um, in the future, we'll talk about the possible matchups. Uh, maybe that's something that we can talk about next week around on Thursday. I feel like uh, Tuesday we're actually going to probably talk about a little bit of wrestling, considering there are multiple pay-per-views tonight. Uh, or, well, there's a pay-per-view tonight, and there's not multiple tonight. There's one tonight and one tomorrow, and then we're all following on Monday. So, oops on that, but I corrected myself. Um... Awesome. So let me hit you with a little bit of that knowledge. Did it did outro? Boom. Well, uh, you know, I wanted to keep it uh, a little short for the first episode, but you know, we got the gist, or at least I hope you got the gist. Um, I had a great time. Uh, I like the way everything's kind of getting thrown together, kind of being put on the spot. But, you know, I haven't done something like this in a while, and it's kind of a, a challenge in the brain. I'm not saying it's necessarily hard. It's just something of my creation, and uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the ride. Call me Six Flags. Well, um, look, next time we'll probably have some fun topics about wrestling if, uh, anybody would be listening to this and wants to talk about that uh we're going to be going over some pay-per-view results and probably some results of monday night raw and just discussing it possibly might get my buddy on the on the line if possible and we can discuss it as well but it might just be me because you know when you get caught you off the hook with schnook Thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, hopefully we'll see you next time. Um, k ch ch